This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the definitive podcast for insight into the world of consulting procurement. My name is Hélène and I am your host today. And we shall continue from where we left off last week. In today's episode, we'll dive into the ultimate measure of success in consulting project, the impact and true value delivered. So if we reflect on last week's discussion about the importance of trust in consulting and the process of selecting the right consultant, we identified that consulting shares its foundational principle with other professional services such as legal, for instance, and central to those principles of trust, compatibility, and impact, highlighting the importance of human-to-human interactions. And these elements remind us that decisions are driven by relationships emphasizing that successful business engagements hinge on working with people we trust and resonate with. The the human aspect is not just vital, it's the cornerstone of project success. However, it's also crucial to navigate personal biases and relationship dynamics carefully to prevent them from skewing decision-making processes. This brings us to the concept of fit. It's essential for companies to partner with consultants who not only possess the right expertise, but also blend well with your teams, ensuring a harmonious and productive collaboration. And achieving this balance is key to realizing truly effective and unbiased results. So today we'll build on these insights, focusing on how impact and value become the ultimate barometers of success in any consulting engagement. So if you missed our latest episode, don't worry. You can dive into our rich discussions anytime on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And for a deeper dive into the consulting procurement universe, you can check out consultingquest.com. You will find there a wealth of knowledge with white papers, ebooks, and podcast transcripts that I'm sure will enlighten you and inspire you. So don't forget to share this gem with your network and leave us a review. Uh, your feedback fuels of passion to continually bring you top-tier content. Plus, we've got exciting hands-on workshops lined up, covering everything from mastering negotiation with consulting firms to crafting effective RFP. So if you're interested in joining, just reach out at htl at consultingquest.com and embark with us on this journey. All right, then. Now back to today's episode where I'm going to talk about assessing impact and true value in consulting. Plus I will be shedding light on the unique nature of consulting negotiations. And finally, I'll finish with another dimension to consulting, which is the personal aspiration career management goal of individual executive when they work with consultants. So, okay, then let's get started. So how do you help our internal consultant move out of their comfort zone? And we'll have two words for you, impact and value. They are the ultimate barometer for success in constructing projects. But when a consultant constantly delivers significant value, it's natural to question the need for change. You know, this underscores the importance of not just recognizing, but also systematically and consistently measuring the value delivered by a consultant. And such an approach ensures that consultants provide substantial benefits, not just at the outset, but over the long haul. But herein lies a challenge. 
how do you measure something as multifaceted as the value of consulting services? Consulting's value can manifest in various forms, ranging from the easily quantifiable, such as cost savings and revenue growth, to the more intangible, like cultural shifts and enhancements in leadership effectiveness. And then there are the long-term projects, those focusing on strategy or innovation, whose impacts unfold over years, making immediate value assessment challenging. So how do organizations navigate this complexity? The workaround might be simpler than we think. You know, feedback from your internal stakeholders. You know, they are the ones experiencing the consultant's impact firsthand, making the insight invaluable. So asking for feedback, particularly the straightforward question of whether they believe they're getting the right value for money, can reveal volumes about the true ROI of consulting services. This approach, however, requires breadth. It necessitates gathering perspectives from various project participants, including uh, the sponsor, the project manager, and other key stakeholders. Each may have different objective and consequently unique insight into the consultant's performance. So navigating the complexity of evaluation team, the true value and impact of consulting services requires more than just an ad hoc approach. It demands a structure, systematic methodology. And here's how organizations can effectively manage this process. First and foremost, it's essential to have a clear, consistent process for evaluating all consulting assignments. And this means every project, regardless of size, strategic importance or nature, they all must go a standardized evaluation. And such a process ensures that no project slips through the cracks and that every consulting engagement is assessed on its merits and contribution. So the next steps involve defining precisely what to evaluate and determining who is responsible of, for each aspect of this evaluation. This requires careful consideration of what success looks like for your organization. And by extension, what makes a consulting project successful? You know, the criteria set out should cover a broad range of factors from tangible results like savings and revenue growth to more intangible outcomes such as improvements in organizational culture or strategic direction. And to effectively gauge the value and impact of consulting services, it's vital to clarify the question to ask in the feedback process. These questions should be designed to elicit insights that are directly relevant to your organization's goals and priorities. And at the same time, they need to be generic enough to allow from the consolidation and comparison of resources across different projects. So this approach enables the identification of patterns and, and trends facilitating ongoing performance monitoring. So armed with this structure feedback, you should then conduct regular supplier reviews. These reviews provide an opportunity to discuss the feedback with consultants highlighting area of strength and identifying opportunities for improvement. It's a chance to engage in open dialogue about performance and expectations, fostering a relationship based on transparency and mutual growth. Implementing such a process has multiple benefits. So it creates a culture of continuous improvement and accountability, ensuring that consultants are always striving to deliver their best work. Moreover, it helps you make informed decisions about which consultants can to continue to work with and when it might be time to explore new partnerships. 
Consultants themselves often welcome this feedback. You know, in a profession driven by the delivery of value impact, constructive feedback is gold. It provides them with a clear direction for how they can better meet their clients' needs and expectations. Regular reviews based on structured feedback not only help consultants improve, but also contribute to the deepening of the client-consulting relationship, making it more projective and aligned with your, organization, your organizational objectives. Another element that makes consulting unique is how it is negotiating. So unlike your run-of-the-mill business dealings, Negotiations in the consulting world are akin to a high wire act. You know, everything is up for the grabs and, and balance is key. So let me paint you a picture from a recent dialogue I had with a client about negotiating the master service agreement. You know, at first going to think, oh, it's all about the money. But hold that up, you know. So we kicked off by charting out our approach, pinning down deliverables and setting timelines. But that was just the appetizer, right? The main cost involved dissecting the who does what, which directly influences their level of support and by the extension, the price. So the our goal here was to strike a harmonious balance between their workload and the project's cost. Then as we waded deeper into our negotiation, we broached the subject of fees and how to weave in some value sharing, aiming to snugly fit within the budget while still scoring our goals. You see, negotiations in consulting are as multifaceted days, you know, touching about scope and methodologies and deliverables and staffing and project organization. And yes, of course, price. It's a comprehensive negotiation that requires a keen understanding of both what you want to achieve and the value you're offering. Now, how do we negotiate this complex negotiation effectively, ensuring they align with both parties' goals and values? So here are a few strategies that you just might do the trick. So when you enter into negotiation with a consulting firm, it's essential to approach the table with a clear strategy. This doesn't just facilitate smoother discussions, it ensures that the outcomes align closely with your organization's goals and needs. So let's break down this approach into five key rules. The first one is to know what you want before the first meeting. You know, you have to take a deep dive into what you're aiming to achieve with a consulting engagement. This involves understanding not just the immediate project requirements, but the broader business objective behind it. What challenges are, what challenges are you facing? What does success look like for you? And how can a consulting partnership help you get there? You know, having a clear picture of your desired outcome will guide the negotiation and help you articulate your needs more effectively. Number two, show a united front. Alignment around among your internal stakeholders is non-negotiable. Before engaging with consultants, ensure that everyone from leadership to the project team have a unified vision of the project goals, scope, and expected outcome. And you know, this consensus should be reflected in your negotiation, presenting a cohesive understanding of what you're seeking from the consulting engagement. A united front not only strengthens your negotiating position, but also signals to the consulting firm that your organization is serious and prepared. Number three, it's to build trust. You know, trust is the cornerstone of any successful consulting relationship. And from the outset, 
to try to build a report with the consulting firm. This means engaging in open, honest communication, expressing your needs clearly, and showing openness to the consultant's suggestions and concepts. Trust building goes both ways. It's about showing respect for the consulting expertise and experience, while also expecting a commitment to your organization's best interest. Number four is come from a position of strength. You know, entering negotiation from a position of strength doesn't mean being inflexible or, or demanding. Instead, it's about being well informed and prepared. This includes having a good understanding of the consulting market, knowing the value of the service you're seeking, and being clear on your budget constraints. It also means being aware of your alternatives and having a clear strategy for the engagement. And this preparation ensures that you can negotiate terms that are both fair and aligned with your strategic goals. And number five is know when to walk away. You know, finally, it's crucial to recognize that not every consulting firm will be the right fit for your project, and that's okay. You know, be prepared to walk away from negotiation if the terms don't meet your needs or if the partnership doesn't feel right. This could be due to misaligned goals or a lack of trust or financial sources that don't fit your budget. You know, knowing when to walk away is the powerful aspect of negotiating, ensuring that you ultimately partner with a consultancy that truly aligns with your organization's values and objectives. You know, consulting beyond business interests, that's also something that we need to understand because despite all of this, there's another dimension to consulting that underscores its unique place in the business landscape. The personal aspirations and career management goals of individual executives. Sometimes, the drive to engage consulting services extends beyond the straightforward interest of the company, executive and their quest to broaden their influence or navigate their career path by seeking out consulting for reasons that intertwine closely with their personal ambitions. And this could be because particular consultants had the ear of the CEO or because they've played a pivotal role in past successes. Trust, as we've discussed, is multifaceted and can emerge from various motivations, including personal career management. But how do we navigate these waters when the lines between personal benefits and company gain begin to blur? It's a delicate situation indeed. So let's be candid. If a consultant is delivering substantial value, benefiting not just the sponsor, but the business at large, the arrangement often goes unquestioned. The spotlight of scrutiny only intensifies when the perceived value to the company doesn't match the investment or when the benefit seems disproportionately skewed toward individual interests rather than the collective good of the organization. So, What's the litmus test here? Once again, it circled back to the concept of value. Evaluating the impact and return on investment of consulting engagements becomes paramount. When the value delivered is tangible, quantifiable, and aligns with the broader objective of the business, the rationale for such partnerships remains solid. However, when questions arise about the sufficiency of the value when the returns seem nebulous or the cost-benefit analysis tilts unfavorably, that's when the organization must take a step back and reassess. And this reassessment isn't just about numbers. It's about integrity, alignment, and the long-term vision of the company. 
It involves asking hard questions about whether the consulting engagement is propelling the company forward or if it's serving a narrow or a narrower set of interests. In such scenarios, transparency and accountability become your North Star. It's crucial for you to have mechanisms in place that allow for the evaluation of consulting engagement against clear, predefined metrics of success. This ensures that decisions are made from a panoramic view of what's best for the company, balancing individual ambitions with the collective goals of the organization. So if we conclude today's session, let's consolidate our insight. You know, consulting is inherently unique and strategic, capable of significantly enhancing your business value. However, its intangible nature complicates project scoping, value measurement, and negotiation. So the key to navigating these challenges is to introduce structured processes in a thoughtful way, allowing you to leverage the full benefits of consulting services without compromising the need for creativity and flexibility. Moreover, there's a personal and emotional dimension to consider. Your internal stakeholders may form personal relationship with their consultants, and these ads another layer of a complexity requiring a delicate balance in managing this relationship carefully to ensure they don't cloud judgment or decision-making. Acknowledging and addressing this emotional component is crucial in maintaining objectivity and maximizing the value of your consulting engagement. Striking uh, this balance between you know, process discipline and flexibility and emotional intelligence is a demanding yet vital exercise for optimizing consulting outcomes. For those keen on exploring these subjects further, I've compiled a selection of resources designed to deepen your knowledge. Um, the first one is an insight called How to Negotiate with Consultants, a Definitive Guide. So this article breaks down the art of negotiation within the consultant space. So you can discover what to negotiate beyond price, how to approach this negotiation and strategy to ensure that you're getting the best value from your consulting partnership. And the second one is an episode of this podcast, the number 125, that's called How Consultants Create Value for Your Business. So this is one of our previous episodes where we unpack the value that consultant brings to your business. So we explored different ways consultants can drive change, innovation, and efficiency, shedding a light on the tangible and intangible benefits of their services. So you can discover all these resources and more on our website, consultingquest.com, within the thought leadership section. Looking ahead to our next episode, we're gearing up to dive into the fascinating realm of asymmetrical information and its relevance to the world of consulting. So join me next week as we unpack this concept and explore its implication in greater depth. Thank you and see you there. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. Your thoughts and feedback mean the world to me. So don't hesitate to reach out on LinkedIn or via email at hcl at consultingquest.com. I'm always up for chat. And if there's any topics you'd love to hear about in the future, send them my way too. Can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay safe and keep up the smart consulting sourcing game. Au revoir for now and happy sourcing. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing. The only podcast about consulting procurement. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com.
Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.